traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. All right, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Vora. If this is your first time to The Geek Show, first of all, welcome. This is a show where we take a break from all the news, all the yelling, all the screaming. Take a big, deep breath, and we talk about fun things, video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. Uh, the Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, once again, welcome to The Geek Show. We have a jam-packed show, as always. We'll start the show off. Uh, we got some news to go over. A lot of social media stuff has been happening um, an interesting convention announced that's going to happen, and uh, a couple bills and a couple lies that are out there. We'll cover all of that. Then we'll take a break, and we get back after that. Uh, I haven't fully decided yet. I might have some videos I want to play. I might talk some movies. We'll figure out when we get there, probably movies and TV shows. Then after that, we take a quick break, and we go to a very, 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 very quick version of Corey's Tech Corner, literally one story, because I have a big, big, big top five list of the week and by big i mean it's a special version of the top five list of the week you'll have to stick around and hear it it's something that i've been thinking about and building up inside of me and i finally just said it all and i'm doing it no regrets uh before we hit the news though uh, i gotta i gotta promote it because i love this app and i'm not just saying this because i work at this station but it has the geek shows uh sign of approval the 1470 wmbd app it is awesome you just download it, search for it on Google or I, uh, the iOS store, and uh, you'll be able to find it. Download it. There's a section in the bottom right corner called On Demand. You click on that. Boom! There's all the previous geek shows. Lots and lots to do. And then uh, one of the cooler features, too, is there's a, a feature where you can record yourself talking, and the message will get sent to me and a couple other people around here, and we can use it on air. We can use it uh, for... Uh, if you have a comment or a question, it's really, really cool. So I highly recommend it. A hilarious story, by the way, from that. Um, I was literally, uh, over the weekend, I saw I got a message. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if somebody from the Geek Show is listening. And I, I clicked it. I think somebody butt-dialed that feature on the 1470 WMBD app. I thought that was hilarious. And quickly, before I go into the uh, the news of the week, I have to tell you guys some uh, two stories Hilarious stories about uh, technology and geek show host Corey. So, as you know, uh, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show, but I, I deal with and struggle with uh, social anxiety. I'm, I'm terrible. I, I can talk to myself fine. I can talk to people I know fine. But brand new people, I am super, super quiet. And I always put myself in these terrible situations where I mess up. Like, I'll combine the words hello and howdy, and it'll be like, howdy. It's really, really weird. But I have, as I said before, just the unnatural ability of just putting myself in really, really bad situations. And two happened this week, and they're all about technology. So as you know, I think most people right now working at home uh, do Zoom meetings. I think even at work, we at work uh, do Zoom meetings and chatting with each other. Well, I had a Zoom meeting earlier this week, and I got the time wrong. I thought it was at 9.30 when it was actually 10. So when I went to the meeting, I went in the middle of the meeting and Corey popped up and everyone's like, who's that? It was incredibly weird. I had to email the original guy. I'm like, so, so, so sorry. Uh, 
Super, super embarrassing. But the other one was this. And uh, I've talked about this before, so hopefully uh, my boss heard this. Uh, but um, so part of uh, the Zoom meetings is also our boss likes to send out videos that gives us updates about what's happening around the station. And uh, it's super cool. And I love how it does it. You just click a button and it plays a video. There's also a section underneath that says you can post comments, right? Uh, I don't think anyone's ever used that feature here at work, but I was watching the video on my phone and listening to it in one hand, right? Uh, holding it in my hand, and I was holding a, a carrier case of like four drinks in my other hand. So I was trying to carry that, not like alcoholic drinks. Uh, I think I went to Dairy Queen that day, and I was getting my family some stuff too. And I was trying to juggle with that and exit my car while listening to the video and holding on to all these drinks. And I looked down, and I see I posted a comment, what do you think <laughs> producer or not producer Corey geek show Corey uh, would post that would embarrass him? Well, I looked down and I saw I posted Z's. So it looks like I just sent my boss that his video was incredibly boring. So I instantly send him an email and he's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. But I, I hope it didn't send. There's a chance it didn't send. But the fact that I sent my boss who, oh, gosh, incredibly nice guy, but I, I just feel so bad that I sent him Z's. Uh, quickly, another one, too, now that I'm thinking about it. This is uh, before we get into the news. It's a little light this week, but uh, this is awkward situations in technology world with Corey. Uh, do you know how with some smartphones uh, you might be messing around on your phone and you don't realize that your volume's all the way up? And then you click a video and the video just blasts. That happens to me all the time and you're super embarrassed and you walked away. Well, I had a terrible one happen. I mean terrible one happened back in college. I was a film student, and one of the movies I was watching, I think it was either new or as part of a class that I was watching, uh, was the movie Django Unchained, Quentin Tarantino. Fantastic movie. Well, I was in another class, and I had my uh, laptop with me. I opened my laptop, and right when I opened it, I didn't realize that my volume was all the way on, because it's usually not playing anything. I'm usually working. Uh, Django starts playing, and what happened? If you've seen Django, by the way, there's a lot of bad words used it uh, in it, and uh, the scene, of course, of course, the scene that uh, started playing in the middle of class, like during a lecture, it was dead quiet. Everyone heard this. You're one lucky blank. I'm not going to finish it, but the the feeling. In the pit of my stomach, I felt like I just destroyed my career, and I was incredibly sad. We all laughed at it at the end, but I'm just, I'm having issues with technology this week, okay? <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, let's talk about some news. So K-pop is Korean pop music. I love it. I've played it on here before. In fact, I had a, a listener say that I should be hung for playing that stuff. That's how much people love it. But in all honesty, K-pop is a huge, huge thing and something cool that's happening on social media. There's a lot of far right-wing people that are using hashtags to uh, spread hate about during all these protests and whatnot. Well, K-pop fans have decided that they started flooding the hashtags with videos of K-pop performances. So they're trying to hide the anger and the disgusting posts that are out there and, and make it look like it's K-pop worth stuff. It's really, really cool. So if you're wondering why hashtag white lives matter was trending last weekend, it's because K-pop fans around the world were using that hashtag and including videos of K-pop. It's hilarious. There's also a, a case of the FBI tweeted out a, a tweet, which I think is so weird that they would tweet this out, but they asked for video 
of people who were breaking into stuff. Well, people wanted to fight back because of what they, whatever they choose to do. They started sending the FBI videos of K-pop videos. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was really weird, though, that the FBI would just openly say, hey, can you guys send us videos on Twitter? Really, really weird. Um, CES, the Consumer Electronic Showcase, will be held in person next year for Las Vegas. They've officially announced it. This is surprising because... Uh, in the science world, wherever you stand, where I talk science on this show, there are fears that the coronavirus might have a uh, another jump when it comes to wintertime, and we might see it increase again. Uh, well, I'm surprised that the Consumer Electronics Show is just saying we're doing it no matter what, without, you know figuring out where they're going to be closer to the end of the year. It will be interesting. It's a risky gamble because if they say, yes, we're going to do it now, they're going to have all these tech companies signing up, paying money, getting marketing for it, and Consumer Electronics Show is going to do the same thing. Marketing, get the space, get the hotels, all of that. And if it turns out, well, we can't do that again, well, they just lost a lot of money. So it'll be really, really interesting to see what happens in the long run with that. Uh, it's a very, very risky gamble to figure out uh, where we'll be even, gosh, with how much the news is changing, where we'll even be in a month from now. Um, also, very interesting, this week, in fact, Thursday, it was supposed to happen, PlayStation 5 was going to announce all of their brand new games that are coming to PlayStation 5. I was super excited for it. Well, they uh, announced on Twitter and on their Facebook pages that they canceled in due to the protests. They said that other voices need to be heard. Totally cool. Totally understandable. Hilariously enough, if you go to Twitter, if you want to see the worst of the worst of geeks, like the, the scum of the earth geeks, go to that Twitter post and read the comments because some of them are just horrible. But that's what you get on Twitter and in most social medias these days. Uh, in very worrying news, uh, AMC Theaters, which I think is the largest movie theater chain in the country right now, is warning investors that it is incredibly uncertain on its future as financial fallout from the pandemic continues, blatantly stating that substantial doubt exists about our ability to continue as a going concern for a reasonable period of time. The theater chain already carried a massive debt load of approximately $5 billion by the end of 2019, and it continues to borrow more as the company tries to make it through this COVID time. AMC Theaters expects a loss of somewhere between $2.1 and $2.4 billion in the first quarter. This is very interesting because we talked about it before that Universal Studios released the movie Trolls 2, their animated movie, and they made comments that they might look uh, in the future, they might release something in theaters and video on demand at the same time. And AMC came out and said, nope, we are no longer showing any Universal films Ever. And I thought that was an overreach, like way, way overreach. But it's starting to show something. We didn't know back then about their financial situation, and we do now. So it makes sense that they were worried. And maybe based on the stock market, if they openly said, yeah, it, that's fine. They could do that. Their prices would go down or they'd lose money. I don't know. But it would be insane if AMC, the largest movie theater chain in the country, would fall. That would absolutely be insane. I'm curious to see when theaters, if they do open up anytime soon, how they're going to adapt to it. I personally don't plan to go to any movie theaters for a little while. They're already gross enough sometimes, depending on where you go. And I really don't want to risk uh, spreading that around anymore. 
Uh, next, uh, we'll save that one. Uh, in the fake news department, no Nintendo's Donkey Kong statue in New York City has not been stolen. That was uh, trending a lot. There have been so many stupid, stupid, stupid rumors on Facebook. I won't. Uh, I always talk about this stuff, so I won't hit the drum as I always do. Uh, just please, please, please think about what you're posting. Make sure it's from a credible source. Saying that you heard from a reliable source from your uncle or from your friend is not good, people. There are so, so many rumors out there. And in the long run, you're hurting police who are trying to make sure that people are safe. And when they hear actual threats or uh, concerns, they can deal with it. Uh you know what? Okay, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the rest of this news because I got a lot, and I really went on a long tangent with my technology news. But I just want to showcase that, first of all, I get myself in really awkward situations. And second of all, even a guy who loves technology can get himself into some weird places with technology. So we'll take a break. When we get back, we'll go over some more news, and we'll talk about some movies and stuff. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 W. <laughs> Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment where we usually talk movies and news. I got more news than movies. We'll talk about a few things. Um, right now, what's happening in this world of COVID and staying at home, I don't think theaters are fully open yet. But uh, it, it's very interesting, and I can't wait to see all the data in the long run out of all of this because I want to see how our viewing habits change during COVID and all of this. And is it going to stay there? Is it going to are things going to be different? Are things going to go back to normal? I don't know. Uh, something really cool uh, on Netflix: they just released uh, Uncut Gems, which is the Adam Sandler movie that he has been praised for for his acting in that's at 92 percent in Rotten Tomatoes and it's the number one streaming movie right now because of Netflix releasing it and it's really cool that a more artsy fartsy film is getting a lot of attention I heard it's a great showcase in what anxiety feels like so if you're interested that movie's out there on Netflix also on Netflix the lovebirds uh, it's a new comedy movie that was supposed to be released in theaters but then Netflix um bought the rights for it so they have it out there on netflix it's got 66 percent. it's supposed to be really good too um some things i've been watching that i recommend i just started watching again because july 31st they are releasing season two of it but i'm currently watching season one of the umbrella academy it is the most bizarrely fun show in the world you should watch it's based off of a comic book but my recommendation for that show is walk in with zero expectations and no, okay, I take that back. Walk in with the expectation of weird is okay because this show gets weird and just a fun weird it is a fun, fun show. Incredibly violent, too, so don't let your kids watch it. I'm trying to think. I think there is some blood. So, yeah, I would be careful letting your kids watch it. But if you want a good, solid show, I love that show to death. It might be one of my favorite Netflix shows on there. It stars Ellen Page fantastic show definitely watch it season two comes out on the 31st and then i started because you know what gosh darn it i have uh ran out of office episodes to watch i watched during covid i've rewatched all of the office 30 rock and uh parks and recreation and there was one show that i never watched and everyone said Corey, how the heck have you not watched this show? So I did, and I watched, I think I'm, see, I just finished season two of Community, and that is a fantastic show. If you are a geek and a nerd, watch this show. It is fantastic. They did a whole episode on Dungeons and Dragons. It's created by the guy who did and created um, Rick and Morty, Dan Hammond, I believe is his name, and 
it is hilarious. Uh, Chevy Chase is in it. Uh, Joe McHale. It is really dang funny. I don't know why I had such negative thoughts in my head about this show, but uh, I think it was because I watched the pilot episode when it first released, and I thought it was terrible. So get past episode one, and I promise you that show is great. It's only 30 minutes. It is really worth your time. And finally, I have to talk about this story because I think it is incredibly fascinating. There's a scientist group called Pathientologists. I hope that's how you pronounce it. But they basically study the Earth and uh, know all about it and evolution. And uh, they were asked by some science writers from the site uh, Gizmodo uh, to predict how in the future animals are going to look like. What will animals look like? And I picked the answers from Ashley Legger. She's the field director at the Cogstone Research Management. And this one is fascinating. So she's talking about how the Earth is going to adapt and how animals will. So she says, as Earth gets hotter, plants are going to start slowly changing. Carnivorous trees will, uh, will continue to struggle while palm trees and cacti will begin to flourish. Grasslands are slowly going to start shrinking and things will become more and more arid. There will be abundant life, but only near sources of water. And that is where most of the rich green vegetation will strive. So let's jump into this. What will happen to mammals? Well, she believes that the uh, megafauna animals face one of two options. They will either go extinct or they will shrink. There will be not enough vegetation for these animals to maintain their large body sizes. They will get smaller and smaller because the smaller you are, the less uh, food you need, the less energy that, it, that you will lose, and thus you'll be able to keep on moving. Uh, body size will shrink. Fur will get thinner, shorter. Eyes will get smaller the, to reduce water loss because of the hotter environment. Moisture can be lost through the eyes. Uh, ears will get bigger for cooling and listening to where food is, and tails will get longer uh, because there will be more bugs to swat away. I think I really want mini elephants. Can we make that a thing? We have teacup pigs. Can we make teacup elephants? Uh, quickly, she thinks birds will become larger since they are so mobile. Uh, they can fly to new areas. They will have a better chance of finding food. Plus, if mammals start getting smaller, that means that there will be more small animals for birds to eat. So let's watch out for killer birds that will pick up humans and eat them. Uh, fish, she said this one's tricky. It really depends on the uh the area and on the temperature of the earth uh, she says once again with like whales you'll see them growing smaller and smaller and she thinks a lot of places will uh, animals will become extinct reptiles she said i think the lizard population is going to explode these cold-blooded animals are so well suited for warm temperatures that i think they're going to thrive i think they will be the first massive increase in population of small lizards and i think they're going to start adapting and have larger body sizes sizes so can you imagine like an elephant sized snake I'm already scared. And finally, she thinks insects will explode because a lot of insects survive in hotter, arid, uh, humid lands. And she said because of the rise in temperatures that we'll see a boatload of pugs increasing, getting bigger in sizes as they have more food to eat as well. So either you're very happy or very scared. I like the idea of like giant chickens. Maybe we can have some giant chicken strips out of it and make some good food but i don't like the idea of giant snakes slithering around or lots and lots of bugs so with that you guys we're gonna take a break when we get back we're gonna go over just a very quick technology segment one story and then i have the end the show on a very special top five 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I gotta move fast here because I got a big segment to end the show on. And we'll talk a little bit technology news. Well, specifically one, because if you don't know, there's been a trend the past couple of years. Nintendo started it with their miniaturized consoles. So they released a miniature original Nintendo console, then they released a miniature version of the Super Nintendo console. Well, Sega is getting into the game. They announced this week in Japan, because of course, Japan gets all the cool technology, but Japan, they're getting a micro version of the Sega Game Gear. This was always one I, I wanted so much as a kid, but it was stupidly expensive, and the number of games that were on there just weren't that good. Um, Sega's changing it, so you'll have four different versions, and each console comes with four different games uh, it's fifty dollars a piece what's scary to me and maybe this is just an american thing because more americans were a little bit huskier than everybody else but it, the console itself is just a one inch screen and i feel like that's not enough to really see what you're playing maybe japan maybe they're a little more thinner and health conscious than than us uh uh, heftier guys but uh I, I just i'm worried about the the quality but they are selling if you buy all four of them of course for two hundred dollars uh you can get this uh attachment that will make it look bigger i don't know it was a little complicated but it's a fun little device two double triple a batteries for power if you get the black version of it you'll get sonic the hedgehog poyo poyo outrun and royal stone uh blue you'll have sonic and tails gunstar heroes and Buka Buka Animal. Yellow, you get all the Shining Force games. And then red, you get a couple others, too. Like I said, that was quick. I know. If you get the chance, look it up. It looks like a fantastic device. I love little things like that. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3. We'll be Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment that's always, I mean, every single one since The Geek Show began has been dedicated to the top five list of the week of the five most important pieces of audio that I've found throughout the week that I think you guys should be aware of. And I'm doing something different this week. I'm dedicating this entire top five list to a big, giant piece of audio and dedicating it and talking about it, the protests that are going around the country. And you might be saying, well, Corey, what does that have to do with geeks? Well, we're going to take a break from geeks because here's the thing. The main reason that I started the Geek Show was because of this. If I have a show like this where you don't have to be afraid for liking the things you like or doing the things that you do, that maybe it can inspire at least one person to feel better. I always uh, think about if this show was around when I was in high school and there was somebody else hosting it and doing it, would that have taken me out of this dark place that I was in in high school? I've talked about before I suffered from or suffer from depression and anxiety. And a lot of that stems from my weight and the things that I like. And I, I said, if there was a show like that where we take a break from politics and the political and the anger and just talk about fun things and protecting each other, that's what I want for The Geek Show. And I know you're just there with me. This entire week has been entirely weird, just weird. Uh, anger's rising. The rumors are going crazy. And I've just been th sitting and thinking all week, what can I do to help? And... I thought of a quote from a movie. This is from, don't make fun of me, uh, 2018's A Star is Born with Lady Gaga, and I can't remember the guy's name. There's a quote that stuck with me throughout, uh, past the movie and, and keeps going on. I know we all have those things that can stick with us. And it was uh, Jack, the main character, who's a, a 
professional singer, doing great, making a ton of money, talking to Lady Gaga's character, Allie, who is slowly trying to become uh, bigger and bigger. He says, all you got is you and what you have to say to people. And they are listening right now, and they are not going to be listening forever. So you got to grab it, and you don't apologize or worry why they're listening or how long they're going to listen for. You just tell them what you want to say. It was that, and then listening to the outstanding interview uh, that Greg and Dan had with Carl Cannon, and he said to look in the mirror and ask what you can do. And I asked myself that. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a clip from... uh, Kim Fox, who is the uh, state's attorney in Chicago, and she did about a six-minute speech that summarizes her feelings about the protest, about the looting, and about the racial divide and the and the purpose of these protests. This was recorded back on Monday, I think. So she, when she says yesterday, she's talking about the probably the worst day of protests and all of that. So I'm going to play this clip. Then we're going to talk a little bit after this. This is Kimberly Fox, the state's attorney for Cook County. When we talk about the week that we have had in the city, from a law enforcement standpoint, what we saw last night and the night before, not just here, but across the country, was angering. But I want to back us up to what precipitated this. And I want to not have us limit ourselves to what this week has been about and what it has felt like, not just for those who took to the streets last night, but to those who occupy offices that you work in, your students, your friends, me. When I looked at that video and I made the mistake of looking at the whole thing and I watched that man with his knee in that man's neck, hand in pocket, and the casual disregard for his life in broad daylight while being filmed without a concern in the world as to what would happen to him. That we would be inclined to think that it's just the murder of George Floyd that has our streets filled. What I remember feeling in that moment was the casualness of all of the things that we have experienced in this country that we were dealing with with COVID-19. The casual acceptance of racial disparities in healthcare. That when we looked at the work that is being done in the last few months to deal with this pandemic and the news came out that African Americans were disproportionately dying and Latinos, the casual acceptance that that's part of what happens with underlying health conditions because the casual acceptance that we have people living in communities that don't have access to health care and we just accept it. The casual acceptance that those who were losing their jobs in the midst of this pandemic are frontline workers, are essential workers, were black and Latino and going into grocery stores and being clerks and being the least paid, we casually accept that. We casually accept with a hand in our pocket that the last time there were major riots 
in the city of Chicago in the 60s on the west side where we have seen burnt out buildings that remain and economic disinvestment continue, that those folks we know had been the victims of historic discrimination and redlining that brought Martin Luther King to our neighborhoods in the 60s before I was born and we still see the same levels of discrimination today with a hand in our pocket looking into the camera as though nothing's going to change. I say that because I was not okay this week when I saw George Floyd on that ground. Because it wasn't just about the names that were enumerated earlier today that when we talk about Rakia Boyd or Laquan McDonald or those names here in the city, it is bigger than that. And it requires me to say that even in the response of what we've seen in the last couple of days for context, for those who don't understand what's happening, it is bigger than that. To watch a man casually take the life of another under the color of law as a law enforcement professional and as a black woman and a child of Cabrini, my heart broke. What we have seen in this country are broken hearts and anger at the continual cycle that we have seen of the casual acceptance of systemic racism in this country. People are angry. I am angry. What is not acceptable is what I saw last night that there will be those who will try to exploit the anger and the mourning and, as the mayor has said, the righteous indignation of what has been happening in this country, exploited for their own good. Whether it is those that have come here to sow discontent, who would have the audacity to write Black Lives Matter on buildings when they don't at all feel that, who would use this as an opportunity to sow that discontent, to distract from what the real issues are, to use criminality, to poison the conversations around what we ought to be talking about, that the last 24 hours we've been talking about buildings and not policy, that the last 24 hours we've been talking about structures and not structural racism, that for the last 24 hours, we have watched our neighbors have to shovel up glass and rebuild after already having to endure closures due to the pandemic. If we continue to talk about the fringe element who's tried to hijack this and not about the men and women who've died in the systems that have allowed for their deaths to go unpunished, we have learned nothing from this. Yes, so that was Kim Fox from the state's attorney office in Cook County. And why I dedicated that clip in this whole movement, this protest that's going on to the top five list of the week is simple. I'm angry. I don't know about you, but I'm angry. I think we're all angry, confused, and mad for different reasons. But I'm angry at myself, most of all. Because I have been trying to sit on the sidelines and just try to numb myself to all that's going on in the world. And if it's one thing that will just break me and want me to go out and talk 
that's bullying, that's looking down on people. What I hate so much about all of this is the negative stuff gets talked about more than the positive stuff. We have had all 50 states have had protests in support of Black Lives Matter and uh, these racial divides that we're in. They're not saying destroy everything. They're saying we need to look at the system and we need to think differently and we need to act differently. It does not matter at the end of the day if you are on the, quote, winning side. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We're all Americans. We're all in this together. Your neighbors are crying for help. Are you just going to sit there and laugh and put funny Facebook posts online? Or are you going to do something? We need to stop with the just radical things. People saying, oh, if they walk onto my property, I'm going to shoot them. Yeah, you're all talk. Taking a life, that's not funny. That's not something to joke about. That's it's horrible. And I know a lot of these people are super religious. And the fact that we're even joking about stuff like that. Oh, I don't really mean that. Well, you do because you posted it out online. You said something about it. And it's negative. And I'm mad because I've been sitting here wasting weeks just watching the coronavirus and the misinformation take over. And then watch these protests and watch just the negativity go over. The number of fake stories that just happened out of these looters. Looters is not the problem. The police are doing a fantastic job. They're trying to squash all of these rumors that are driving people mad. That's driving them mad. And we're losing focus at what's wrong here. And what's wrong here is that there are people in our country, our neighbors, that are treated differently for the way they look. Black Lives Matter does not in any way mean we're more important than you. The meaning of Black Lives Matter is, hey, we are here. We are just as important as you. But we feel like we're not being treated the same. And that's why we're saying we are here. We also matter. We need your help. We need to stop ignoring this and fight this head on. That's why I'm doing this, because I'm tired of it. This was the breaking point in hearing everyone talk and the emotions behind it. We, you, the listener, may not understand it. But just because you don't understand it, does that mean we need to ignore it and that we just have to say, oh, they don't know what they're talking about? No, we need to fight this head on. The fact that anyone should feel sad or scared to walk out the door for any reason, just the way they look, is horrible. Absolutely horrible. And the things, I, I keep going back to it, the vile, vile things that, God, people I grew up with, people I, I, I knew as a young kid and they were adults, the vile things that are out there are just horrible guys. What is going on here? I know things are weird and times are weird and tensions are high, but like I said, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What matters is if you're a good person or not going on Facebook and saying horrible things does not make you a good person does not make you a godly person. We need to watch out for our neighbors, and our neighbors are crying out for help. Are you going to ignore it, or are you going to ask what you can do? And that's all I'm asking. I'm not saying go out and change the world. No, if it's one thing that I've seen and witnessed being here, my family went through the tornado, the number of things I've done with Greg and Dan show, Central Illinois is a great place filled with great people who help in any way they can. 
And that voice is being drowned out by the negative, by the rumors, by the crazy. And it's up to all of us to work together to make sure that the good and the help, that voice, that little spark, that little flame can grow bigger so we can focus on the important stuff. I know people are already lining up to say send things to me. Well, what about this and what about this? I don't care. Right now, it's simple. The Geek Show is a show about making sure that everyone feels safe, happy. We have a big part of the country that does not feel safe, does not feel happy, and they're trying to talk about it. And instead, we have a, on everywhere people making fun of it, making jokes, making threats, and saying that this is stupid and it's not important. It is important. Regardless on who you are, we're all people, and people deserve to be treated equally, fairly, and not be scared to walk out the door. We are Central Illinois. We are America. Our neighbors are calling for you. So I leave you with this. What are you going to do? It can be just as simple as go down to the protests when they happen, the silent, the peaceful protests, and ask them, say, what can I do? Or just stop posting negative stuff all the time or stop posting rumors that you hear because that's going to drive you insane. It is so stinking easy to just run on hate and run on anger towards this stuff. It is so easy to spread hate and spread lies. We're central Illinois, dang it. Roll up your sleeves, you get into the hard work, you go through the mud, you do it, you work, and you help, and you just do good things. Why can't we do that here? I know we can. We have great voices in Peoria. Let's start working together because... What's really crazy is this can all stop relatively easily if we just listen. So I'm asking everybody listening to this show, before you think about sending hate or sending the comments to the station saying, oh, what's the geek show talking about this? I want you seriously, just stop and try to place yourself in their position. Try to understand the other side. It just it, everything we do. There is no one side to everything. There's always other views. And I'm just asking you to look at this in a different way. I know that this has been a weird, really weird way to end the Geek Show. But like I said, I'm tired of this. And I'm tired of ignoring it and not saying anything. What are you going to do? What are you, Central Illinois, going to do about this? You can either stay in your basement on your Facebook accounts, spreading more hate, spreading more anger, spreading more lies, or we can work together, bring out the good, and make sure that no one ever has to feel not safe. It's that simple. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show of the Week. Seriously, I know, I, I hope I didn't get too angry there, but I, I'm just really mad at myself. And I hope that this at least made one person think a little differently or try something a little differently because that's all that matters. You can send all the hate mail you want. You can send all the anger you want. That's fine. If my voice, if my message here just gets to one person and changes not their heart or their minds, but just makes them try something different, that's all that matters. That's what the Geek Show is about. We hear, we love, we cherish each other. We need to watch out for each other. And when somebody calls out for help, you better believe we're going to be there to help them.